Are you doing the? Uh, sorry. <laughs> okay, let's try that again. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Evan and Ben talk about food and stuff. Today, we're talking about food and stuff, specifically snacks. I'm Ben. I'm Evan, and we talk very- about snacks, baby. We talk about snacks. Uh, Evan. Shut your mouth. Yeah. What that was a shaft your... reference. Okay. What, what, <laughs> what are your favorite snacks? What's your favorite, like, if you, okay, let's say you're sitting down with your wife, your lovely yeah. wife, Melissa. Yes. You're going to watch a movie. Okay. Uh, a comedy, a rom okay. a rom com. You're gonna watch a rom com. Okay, this is not a believable scenario. Evan, we all know you love rom coms. It's trending yeah. on Twitter. Um, um, secrets yeah. out. What is the, your go to snack for like a movie or something like that? Um, a go to snack. Um, well, I mean, the classic chips. Obviously, you can't watch a movie and not have chips or popcorn i i have to say i'm definitely i i, I love chips but for a movie i'm a popcorn guy I'm a, I'm a see i don't even really love chips like not my snack of choice but for a movie it's chips what kind Ooh, i mean that really depends um i do love me some ketchup chips Probably yeah. my favorite chip. Yeah, um, me too. I, I don't know if you've tried like Doritos retro ketchup chips, but they are so good. Are they good? I've never. They are. I, I'm surprised by that. They are actually very good. I'm a big fan of old Dutch ketchup Ooh, chips. Yeah. Yep. Those are uh, good. Obviously. Um, I also like all dressed. That's probably my second or tied for first favorite. You know, it's funny. Again, what? Uh, the majority of our listeners are probably in the States, and they don't have either of those kinds of <laughs> Yeah. Um, Sorry, guys. Yeah, so up here north of the border, we have fun, exciting flavors like ketchup and all-dressed. Um, can't really explain to you what an all-dressed chip tastes like. Um, There's nothing like it. Yeah, it's an explosion of tangy deliciousness in your mouth. But I like I love all dressed chips. I only eat them probably once a year. They're not like they're not my go to chip. Mm. But they they're like if they're there, I'm gonna eat half the bowl for sure. Now I'm also a big fan of dill pickle, right? Or really dill in general. And I don't know yeah. if you've ever had Doritos back to the Doritos, uh, Doritos, creamy dill. You ever tried no, those? I haven't, but I have had creamy dill chips from other brands before and I really like them. So good. If you're going to go dill pickle chips, go with creamy dill as opposed to regular dill pickle. You don't get that harsh burning sensation in your mouth. There's a brand where we should be getting paid by these brands. We're not. So. <laughs> um, there's a brand, I think it's called kettle. I think it's just called kettle. Yeah. And they, I've seen them at Sobeys, and they have a ridiculously, ridiculously good uh, creamy dill. Ooh. It's just like, it's, I, I don't even know how to describe it because it's just, 
it's a dill flavor, but there's obviously like it's like dill pickle crossed with sour cream and onion is what it is. Ooh, you know I'm what very I mean? intrigued. Yeah, it's really special. really good. And actually, a friend of mine, he has. I don't know if he'd want me telling you this or not, but he, um, he he has a little diner, and he sells French fries and stuff, and like a lot of other stuff. He does really really good food. Yep. Um, but he makes his own sour cream and onion seasoning. Ooh. You know what he uses? What? Buttermilk powder. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, he buys it at the bulk brand. I didn't know you could get buttermilk powder. Yeah, I didn't either until he until I tried his chip or his fries and he told me. Huh. So he mixes I'm pretty sure he mixes the buttermilk powder powder just with salt. And then he tosses the fries in a mixture of the buttermilk powder mixture and then like a chive oil. Okay. And they're so good. Yeah, that sounds really good. Yeah. Anyway, so that was a little off topic, but it's it's not really a good thing to to check out to make a chip and seasonings. I'm very intrigued. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, I didn't either, but you could easily do a creamy dill with it for sure. Yeah. Because it it already kind of has that tanginess and Oh, no, I'm going to have to play around with this now. No, that's good. Now, see, we were talking about chips, but I'm not a huge chip person. I am a chocolate person. So, like, if I want a snacky food, I get chocolate. That is my my kryptonite is chocolate. You know? I, I really like chocolate. Um, I'm just going to I'm just going to come out and say to everybody listening that I am a snacky person. <laughs> I like pretty much all snacks. I like salty snacks, sweet snacks, like whatever it is. Um, I like chocolate, but it's not like if, if, if I'm sitting watching a movie, I'm not just going to like mow down on a chocolate bar. I want something kind of salty and crispy. And, you yeah, know what I mean? That. Yeah, like yeah, chips are for movies, but like just for snacking, chocolate all the way. But I also don't do things like candy, like gummy candy, like gummy bears or jelly beans, that stuff. Meh. Gummies is a huge, huge problem for me. There are <laughs> huge problems. I can't, like, I can't have them around because I will just sit and eat the whole thing. Yeah, see, I'm not that into it. It doesn't matter what size package I get. If I get a Small package, I'm gonna eat the whole thing. If I get like the big pack, like the big bulk package, I'm gonna eat the whole thing. If I go to the bulk part and buy gummy candy, I'm probably not walking out of there without spending thirty bucks, and then I'm gonna eat half of it in the car on the way home. I just like I have when it comes to gummies, I have zero self control. Yeah, see, like I would never even go to the store and be like, oh, I'm gonna buy a bag of like gummy worms. Like that would never cross my mind. If they're kicking around, I'll be like, oh, I'll have a gummy worm. But, like, if I'm at the store and I pass by, like, the candy aisle, it's like, oh, we're going to stand in front of this chocolate section for five minutes and uh, pick out all of these cool, delicious chocolate bears. I would definitely. I'm not talking, like, I'm not talking Mr. Biggs and, like, you know, Snickers and stuff like that. I'm talking, like, what? I am not going to sit here and listen to you talk trash about Mr. Biggs. 
Okay. I'm, not, I'm not talking trash about them. I'm just saying that's not the kind of chocolate I would buy. I'm like, uh, uh, you know, those um, Lindor Lint, um, I think they're called like Excellence or something. They're like they're fancy yeah, yeah, chocolate yeah. bars where they've got white, white package with like a black. Yeah. 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 Those. Oh, man. Like, don't even get me started on those. They went on sale once and I like cleaned up on those things and they've got great flavors too. They've got like uh chili, you know, a nice little bit of heat yeah. in the chocolate. And then they've got like all different percentages of like cocoa. Like, yeah. That's, one, it's like, they have one that has like flakes of crispy caramel in them or like yes. crunchy caramel. Oh, That's so good. They use barley malt and all the chocolate, so I can't eat it. Oh no. You're missing out, bud. But, I'm a big fan of uh, like dairy milk bars. Yeah. Um, I I buy like the little little ones. That they come in like a pack of four. And it's like um, just a thin strip, but it's yeah. a chocolate bar. I really love throwing them in my bags and stuff. Yeah. But they have a fruit and nut bar that's really really good because it's got like dried cranberries and raisins and almonds and. All kinds of stuff in it. It's really tasty. Nice. That reminds me of. I can't remember the brand. Um, it's okay. I'm not getting paid by them anyway. So, uh, <laughs> um, they were like chocolate covered fruits, and they had one that was, I believe it was currants, like chocolate oh. dried currants. Oh. oh, so good. Was oh, that the same company that does like um, like pomegranate seeds and stuff? I don't know. I think I've only ever had the currants and maybe the acai berries. I don't remember if that was a thing. Uh, I know. I know what you're talking about. I think they're in like a white package of some sorts. I don't know. I haven't had them in a while, but they are really good. Is there like a kind of odd snack that you enjoy, or uh, that you like? Yes. What do you say? I absolutely love wasabi peas. Really? Love them. You ever Can had wasabi something? peas? I don't think I've ever had a wasabi pea. Oh, bud, you're missing out. No. Because I really like, I used to get, do you know those like rice, sesame kind of mixture? Um, what am I trying to say? It's like, it's like this weird mixture of like different sized and shaped rice crackers and some of them have like seaweed in them. They have like sesame on them. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, those sometimes have wasabi peas and I think I've had wasabi peas in there, but I can't, I can't think of what they taste like. Well, wasabi and peas. They but. taste like wasabi, but it is so delicious though. To be fair, it really depends on what brand you buy. Um, I've definitely mm -hmm. had some wasabi peas that have been like, Oh, these are absolute trash. I don't remember which ones to uh, warn people about, but um, if you want to get good wasabi peas, go to an Asian grocer and get them there because, yeah, that's where it's at. They're Interesting. Yep. They're nice and, like, crunchy and, like, this slight sweetness, but you get that, like, real strong wasabi flavor, you know? Like, I don't know how many of you have had wasabi before, but, like that feeling in like your sinuses where you feel like, mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, so good. I love it. 
Interesting. I'll have to have another look at wasabi peas. Uh, I don't know if you'd be able to eat them. I feel like a lot of them probably contain gluten as a binder. But I could be wrong. Um, I think I can look into it. Yeah. But, yeah, for anybody listening, I have celiac disease, so I can't eat anything with gluten in it. Uh, which, as a chef, is pretty pretty hard. Yeah. But I've uh, been dealing with it for years now, so it's not the end of the world. Um, what about, like... Bigger snacks like um, I'm a big fan of chicken wings. Uh, Is that something? Yeah, uh, I don't know how I feel about chicken wings. Okay, um, I would never ever order chicken wings in a restaurant uh, for two reasons. One, I would never pay that kind of money to order chicken wings, and two, I would never make anyone watch me eat an order of chicken wings <laughs> in a restaurant. <laughs> Um, that yeah. being said, I do enjoy chicken wings at home every now and then, but it's not something I'd seek out. See, I used, I used to feel that way about nachos. Mm. I just, I didn't like them at all. Yeah. And I, I still, I still don't think I'd really ever order them in a restaurant, but we eat nachos probably at least once a month now, but they're not like... They're not pub nachos, like they're good. We yeah. I saute peppers and the onions. I usually put steak on there or chicken breast or something like that. Yeah. Like they're good quality. We use good quality chips, good quality cheese. But I I I never ever used to like nachos, but I've really grown into them really just in the last year. I do like nachos, but what I prefer to like having baked nachos is just corn chips and then like a nice homemade salsa and guacamole on the side just to dip in i prefer that to like a plate of nachos that's that's fair but to me those are like obviously those are completely different beasts right but i think like i think that there's a lot of really bad nachos out there (laughs) yeah like in my opinion if you're not cooking your peppers and onions before you put them on the nachos like what the hell are you doing you're doing it wrong yeah you're doing it wrong for sure yeah. So there's there's a lot of really bad nachos out there, but like really good, really well done nachos with high quality ingredients that are like actually thought out. Yeah, there, there's just something special about it with the melted cheese and you know, those little crispy bits of cheese and the chips are crunchy. And but I mean, the same could be said about anything, really. You know, that's yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that, that, that is true. Yeah. Um, what other snack foods do I like? I don't know. I'm a very snacky person, but I can't really think of like what I snack on. Ice cream. I want ice cream is another uh, another weakness of mine. What what's your favorite kind? I don't actually know this about you. You you've made some very delicious ice creams. I can say that, oh, but I don't know what you're- I miss making ice cream. Actually, that's like yeah, one of my. Favorite things to make is ice cream. Um, what's my favorite flavor? Ooh, honestly, nice and simple, like vanilla. As yeah, me too. As strange as it may sound to some, like I love vanilla ice cream, like a nice French vanilla. Um, yeah, you know what it is. I think because I'm I'm the same. Like I I definitely um, definitely prefer vanilla over anything else. Yeah, and I think it's because it actually like. 
and and it's like for me it's like vanilla or like a basic chocolate like i don't like to go crazy yeah because to me that way you can actually still taste the, the cream like you actually get the experience of eating ice cream yeah. instead of trying to chew through frozen pieces of brownie and yeah. big chunks of caramel that isn't mixed properly and whatever else like it's just you actually just get to experience the ice cream yeah and then if you want to add other stuff to it you can but if I'm gonna go out, if I'm gonna go out for a scoop, like I'm going to like an ice cream stand, it's gonna have to be chocolate chip cookie dough. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm like a moon mist man oh, myself. No, no. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Yeah, I don't think I don't think moon mist exists outside like our area. But I don't think moon mist don't... should exist. Period. To be honest, but. <laughs> It's it, moon mist is essentially like a birthday cake ice cream. That's really what it is. It tastes like a birthday cake with sprinkles on it. Yeah, it's gross. I don't know why I like it actually, because that's not like when when I say it out loud, <laughs> it doesn't sound like something I would like. No. Do you know what? Do you know what I like a snack that I um, that I can't control myself around another. Essentially, I just can't control myself around food. <laughs> That's a, that's what I'm getting out of this episode, but like nuts, like cashews, pistachios, almonds, anything like yeah. that. Like especially especially cashews and pistachios. Oh god, I do enjoy I do enjoy tree nuts. Um, peanuts, eh, not my favorite. I just had a big thing of peanuts, and I ate the whole thing in like a week. I like um, I like like the honey roasted peanuts, um. I like those mainly when I'm like hiking or like outdoors doing stuff because it's a nice like high energy snack, but also stable and compact. But like, yeah, I wouldn't just sit down and crush a whole thing of peanuts. But here, okay, here's how much I like love like cashews and stuff. Okay. And I think you probably remember this <laughs> at Christmas this year, yeah. I had a big tub of cashews and it said it may contain gluten, and they made me very sick. <laughs> and I couldn't stop myself from eating them. Even though every time I ate them, I got sick. Yeah, I. Yeah, so that's like that's kind of the level I am with that. <laughs> but I think like like now I I snack on a lot of fruit and granola bars and stuff, and I have like a thing of freeze dried fruit, which is kind of weird. But yeah, how is that freeze dried fruit? So, okay, so I was looking for freeze-dried blueberries. Why? Because blueberries, because uh, they're great for your brain. They're really good for, um, apparently, for helping with, like, memory and stuff and whatever else. They're just really good for you. But why, um, why freeze-dried specifically? Uh, just so I could keep them in my office. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I, I just want to keep them in here. Um, so I can just have, like, because I... So for none of you know this, so I'm just going to tell you instead of saying for those of you that don't, but my office is a converted shed and it's, I don't know what, 20 feet from my front door. But if I get up and go in the house, I end up being in the house for 20, 25 minutes. And by the time I come back in the shed, I got to kind of like get back into work mode and everything. So it's easier for me to just have some snacks in here. And I don't want it just to be like granola bars and stuff. I want something a little healthier. So that's why I was looking for some freeze dried fruit something that's going to be shelf-stable and just kind of last. But I couldn't find um, just freeze-dried 
blueberries. They even went on Amazon and couldn't really find anything except for like giant bags of them. Um, and I looked at both grocery stores in Port Hawkesbury, which is close to where I live. And then for some reason, last Monday, I was taking my son to the grocery store and I ended up turning the opposite way I was supposed to and going to Sydney, which is like an hour and 20 minutes away. But the store there, they actually had bags of freeze-dried fruit. And the mix I got, they only had two. One was, I can't remember what the other one was, but the one I got was grapes, mango, and blueberries. Interesting. So it's a could, very interesting uh, like combination of flavors. Yeah, it's kind of weird, right? Yeah. Also, my son is obsessed with blueberries. He loves them more than anything else. So he got to try some, too. Nice. And it's... Um, it's pretty much what you would expect. It feels like you're eating mildly fruit taste styrofoam, <laughs> mildly fruit flavored styrofoam. <laughs> and I even I even tried like soaking some in water to like lightly rehydrate yeah. it, and it was still pretty weird. And they have like kind of like a they have they have an off taste. I'll be honest, like freezer beer, but no, more like a plasticky taste. Oh, yeah, weird. Anyway, it, I'm glad I tried it. It was a small bag. I, I probably won't buy them again. Yeah. And yeah, and there's actually remind me when we're done with this. There's something I want to tell you okay. about free. Okay. okay, we can't talk. About it <laughs> okay. um, yeah, other than that, like I, I'm a I eat popcorn probably three or four times a week. I love popcorn too. I asked for like an air popper for Christmas from my wife, and that's what she got me. Um, I love popcorn, but any like anything, man. Like I'll I'll go crazy on some French fries. Um, All right, wait, I have a question about your popcorn uh, habits. You're you're yeah. at the movie theater. You get a bag of popcorn. Do you put that weird liquid butter no. on there? No, I pay extra and get real butter layered on. Okay, off. thank God. And I get it in layers. Oh, that. That weird butter dispenser. Oh. I'm pretty sure it's just basic. Yeah, uh, I don't know what it is, but I don't want it anywhere near me. No, no, me. Either. And at home, I like. I've made popcorn seasonings in the past, and I like them and stuff. But when I want popcorn, I just want salt and butter. Yeah. Like occasionally, I'll make caramel corn. I'll get a craving, like a specific craving, yeah. but I like. If I want popcorn, I just want popcorn with salt and butter on. Yeah, like that. Um, when you were talking about granola bars and like uh, freeze dried fruit, I um, I wanted to ask you: Have you ever made your own like granola bars? Yeah, okay. I have. Um, um, and I've made like energy balls and yeah. stuff. Because um, I was, I was and, thinking like maybe those freeze-dried fruit would be good in a granola bar since you're like dumping honey and stuff in there it may help it I, I th well i think what would happen is they just absorb any moisture that was around them yeah and then like everything else would dry out and unless i was storing it in the fridge they'd go rotten yeah uh, yeah i guess yeah good point okay never mind but like, I, like i'll usually use like raisins and apricots or like use a dates as the base or something like that oh currants are good in there too dried currants yeah currants that's what i put in there. my granola bears any kind of dried fruit really 
Um, but honestly, like lately, I've just been buying kind bars. Yeah. Um, again, they, these companies should be paying us. I know, right? Um, Gluten free and stuff. Because, like, so many granola bars is just made of oats, but the oats are processed in facilities with, like, flour. So, like, so often they're processed on the same machinery, so I can't eat Yeah, them. actually, I was eating a granola bar, I think, yesterday. And um, while I was munching on it, I was reading the ingredients. And there were actually a surprising amount of gluten-containing products oh, in it. God, yeah, like it's yeah, it's a it's a problem. And like now, like I find because I travel quite a bit for work yeah. now, I find it so hard to eat because I can't eat like anywhere. Yeah. I got. I got gluten really, really bad from a cup of coffee that I got at Robin's. Really? Well, actually, I'm not really like, surprised with that. But it was just like somebody dropped a crumb in or somebody touched the lid or something, and I got like – I was sick for like two and a half Ooh. days. So it's like it's so scary um, eating out, especially when you're on the road because you don't want to <laughs> yeah. just be sick, yeah. you know? So yeah. I end up eating a lot more – like processed stuff that I wouldn't normally yeah. eat, like bars and like um, certain pepperoni sticks are gluten free and stuff like that. Stuff that I don't really want yeah. to eat, but you can only eat so many apples, <laughs> especially when like, you're driving. You can only eat so many bananas. Like you need other yeah. things. So I end up eating a lot of stuff that I I don't really want to, but I don't really have a choice. Um, beef jerky. What's the like? What's the gluten situation on that? So a lot of beef jerkies use soy yeah, sauce. Yeah, that's what I figured. For flavoring, um, but there's there are like if you go in the grocery store, there's usually like three brands of beef jerky, um, and generally at least one, maybe two of them are going to be gluten free. Yeah. Um, but like I make my own. And all I do is salt, pepper, maybe a little onion, garlic powder, uh, maybe a little ginger powder, and then I just smoke it. There's no soy sauce yeah. or anything, uh, and that's really good. But I haven't I haven't made any in a while, so I'll sometimes buy some that is gluten free. But it's also everything with everything that's gluten free is more expensive, like way more expensive. So that's kind of oh, a yeah. pain too. Yeah, that makes this, sense. This really could be its own. And maybe we will do one later on about gluten-free stuff, but it's yeah, um, yeah. even even chips. Like, in the, I mean, you know this because you, but guys bought chips when I stayed at your house. Yeah. Like, it's it's sometimes hard. Like, a lot of Lay's potato chips are gluten-free, but a lot of them yeah. aren't. So you have to read the label, and sometimes they'll switch the recipe and they won't say anything. So you have to read the label like every yeah. single time you buy them. You can't. You can't just go in confident. And, and yeah, it's really them. not as intuitive as it should be. Like a lot of products, you think, oh, there'd be no gluten in this. Like, why would there be any wheat products in this? And then it's like, oh, it actually contains three different forms of wheat. Like, why? Yeah. Or barley yeah. mold. Barley mold is a sweetener. Is a, is a, um, there's, yeah, as bad as gluten is, I'm really glad I don't have a corn allergy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like everything, everything. Yeah, is you wouldn't be able to eat anything. 
no and i've like i've cooked for people with corn allergies and it's really really hard to like make sure that everything's clean and like everything like nothing has corn in it but it's like such a difficult thing yeah. to do wow yeah i didn't even think of that corn allergies or soy soy is another one like i've i've had people with soy allergies i've encountered those and quite Janice a few and- times I mean, I used to work at a restaurant yeah. where, like, that was our thing, right? We we catered to people with dietary restrictions. So I've encountered a lot of allergies and intolerances, but I've never come across a corn allergy. I have. I've, I've only seen it maybe two or three times in my whole yeah. career. But, I mean, like, it's a real, like, it's probably one of the worst ones yeah. you can have, for sure. Because it's just in everything. Oh, yeah. And you don't even realize it. Like you don't even think about it. it never crosses your yeah. mind. But I mean, even just even just corn syrup. Like think of how much stuff has corn oh, syrup like in everything. it. And all any of it. Yeah. So I mean, like gluten. Not being able to eat gluten is is rough, and I really miss baguettes <laughs> and all kinds of stuff. But at least I can still eat things with yeah. corn in it. Not all is lost, I guess. No, but like, I think with the allergies too, I mean, I'm sure you've seen, and I've definitely seen some like, like the fake ones. Oh, oh man. Too many to count. Like, like if you go to a restaurant and you don't like something or you don't want something, yeah. just, yeah, just don't say, say that. you have an allergy to it. That's like, just say, we don't, we don't mind. Just say, Hey, can I get this dish without this thing? I don't like. Because when you say the allergy word, we have to stop what we're doing and scrub everything down and make sure everything's like new. Yeah. And it's a huge pain and it slows the whole service down. Um, and when you say you are lactose intolerant or gluten free, and then you order uh, chocolate cake with whipped cream in the middle <laughs> for dessert, there's a little bit That's really frustrating. Yeah. What's the, what's the worst, like, allergy thing uh, you've had? Okay, like, so not an allergy, but a dietary restriction. Uh, once had a customer say that they wanted a lamb burger, but they couldn't have the goat cheese on it because they were vegan. <laughs> a lamb burger without goat cheese because they were vegan. I yeah. I wish I were making that up, but that is an actual legitimate experience. Um, yeah, like yeah. I stopped mid service and I I was taken aback, and I just looked at the server and I'm like, what? And then they repeated it to me, and I was like, okay, do you see the problem here? They were like, well, no. <laughs> like, okay. Well, let's just make a vegan lamb burger then, I guess. <laughs> I think, like, that's yeah. really dumb. That's awesome. Dumb. And I, like, I've, I, I know we've both seen, like, a bunch of really stupid oh, yeah. ones. And, like, annoying ones. But I think the worst one I ever saw was somebody ordered a turkey dinner and they said they could only have white meat because they were allergic to dark meat. 
<laughs> okay. I don't think that's how that works, but... You can't be allergic to half an animal and not the other half. <laughs> like you don't, you don't want dark meat. That's fine. Yeah. Just tell us, but you're not allergic to it. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that that's not how that works. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah, that's something else. That's up there with that's vegan lamb. <laughs> <It is. laughs> uh. We got a little off topic here talking about, we were talking about snacks and we ended up complaining about fake But I mean, to be fair, we're but still I, talking about food and stuff. So, that's, no, that you know, like how true. far off topic and can I, we go? Not as far as we want. It's our podcast. Yeah, I mean, that, that could be a test for a future episode, right? How far off topic can oh, we that's it. And go? That's, I mean, for our listeners, like this is only our third episode and we're, we're still figuring it out, but for me, like what I really want this to be is just a conversation between Evan and I talking about food and, and stuff. <laughs> and hopefully like you guys will get some stuff out of it. You'll be entertained. You'll learn some things. That's kind of my goal with it. I, actually, Evan, that's, that's something I haven't really asked you and probably I should have before we started doing this is what's your goal for this? Like, what do you want out of this and what do you want the podcast to be? We're going on a completely different um, tangent now. If I'm being totally honest, I haven't thought about either of those questions. Um, <laughs> well, thank you for that. I don't know. I don't know what I want out of this. The experience of doing a podcast. I've never done a podcast before. I've never like, yeah, I've never been a guest on a podcast, let alone co-host a podcast. Uh, I do very little media work. I think like the only time I've been on something was your cooking show on Facebook. So yeah, this is just a new experience for me. Um, and as far as the direction I want to see this go, I don't know the course that we're on just shooting the breeze, talking about food and stuff, you know, my good, my good buddy, okay, Ben. Well, maybe I can teach you a thing or two. Maybe, maybe. Um, okay, well, that that brings up the question then. I mean, this is our third episode yeah. that we've recorded. Um, full disclosure, we're kind of banging these all out in one night because Evan and I are both ben, very busy you're people. ruining the magic behind That's... the production. God. Sorry. I'll, I'll edit that part out. Um, but, we're you know, we're three episodes into this now. You've never done a podcast before. How are you I feeling mean, about it? All right. I'm talking to my laptop screen, and I can hear you through my headphones. In reality, I'm talking to, I don't know how many listeners, and I don't know how many different areas around the world. but Rough estimate, I'd say probably oh, 20 well, million. I was thinking like maybe at least seven, but yeah, I guess 20 million. That's all right. That's some, you know, some rookie numbers, but we'll get them up, you know. <laughs> we're hoping for all eight billion. Well, that's what we're aiming for. Um, I figure we'll get there. Give it a couple of months. We'll get to the eight billion. And for anybody who's wondering, this is the end stop part of food <laughs> and stuff. I mean, we may have to partner with someone to like really get accessible internet and internet connected devices out there. But I think we can reach the full population of the world beyond well i don't see any reason why 
I don't see any reason why our podcast won't come preloaded on the next iPhone. Well, I just assumed that we already had that deal with Apple. <laughs> like, do you remember back when iPods like first started to come out and they had, uh, I think it was U2, the U2 branded iPod that came loaded up with like YouTube's yeah. discography? Well, I figured that that was the well, next iPhone. Wasn't there something where like a U2 album just showed up on everybody's phone one I day? No, I don't own an iPhone. No, me either. But I think I think that happened like years ago. Anyway, that's way yeah, off topic. That's the stuff part. Um, remember? Hey, I think I think that probably does it for this episode. I mean, I guess. Think? I feel like we're just kind of rambling. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's what we do, though. So yeah. that is what we do. Also, can I just say, from okay. my perspective, uh, I feel like the podcast goes very well so far. I mean, uh, we, but one we thing don't have I'm a lot to measure about, so far. We've recorded three episodes. One, one thing I'm surprised about is you and I are being much nicer to each other than we are. In yeah, life. I feel like a lot of our rapport wouldn't translate very well over a podcast. To the masses. Don't worry, people. It's, it's <laughs> tough. Anyway, anyway, I'd say I'd say we should end it there. It's yeah. Also this very is our late. longest one uh, yet, too. We're almost like double the the time of our first couple. That's fine. Though. I mean, there doesn't need to be a stand a no, set time. We, we I'm just saying we've been going for a while. Yeah, we have been. Um, all right, let's let's call it. Um, thank you so much, everybody, for listening. We'll be back soon. Um, you know, we're still figuring it out, but I, I think it's coming together. Uh, thank you, thanks, ben, Evan. And thank you, listeners. You're welcome. All right. And, oh, and if, uh, if you want to contact me or you want to recommend a topic for us to talk about on the podcast or you want us to tell us to shut the hell up, uh, just send me an email at chefbenkelly at gmail.com. We have not set up an email address for this podcast yet. Uh, and you can also reach out to me on social, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Chef Ben Kelly. And if you really like me, you can check out my blog, chefsnotes.com, where there's over 450 different posts with recipes and tips and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I'm not going to do a, uh, a plug here because I don't have anything to plug. But what I am going to say is let us know what your favorite snacks are. You know? Shoot. Yeah. Tell us what you enjoy snacking on. Also, on go my out and try some wasabi peas because they are Yeah, I'm gonna, do it. I'm going to hit those up. All right, let's end it there. Bye, See all. See you later, everybody.